this is Travis. Thank you for coming back to the You Inc. podcast. In this episode, it's just going to be me. I'm going to talk about some business life lessons I've learned over the years, not just in business, but things growing up, um, a childhood, and this concept of winter and the fact that winter is coming. Now, I need to stop for one second to go check out our sponsor. Our sponsor is CoachSnap.com. CoachSnap is a brand new app that's been in development for the last year. Myself, as the founder, helps coaches automate their business and take it to the next level. So make sure you go check out CoachSnap.com. All right. Winter is coming. Now, we know that that's from Game of the Thrones. Uh, it was a great saying. They said it throughout that series forever. I mean, that was the... It was like the calling, like the, the voice that was always there, always warning them that winter was going to come. And if you've not seen that show, go see it. It's pretty amazing. But the idea was in the winter, in the north, was this great evil that was amassing and getting ready to come attack the south. And this is where all the snow and it's frozen and it's really creepy place. And they're almost like these zombie soldiers. It's, it's, it's pretty creepy. But the idea is they're warning each other all the time, winter's coming, winter's coming. And it made me think about everything that's been going on here in 2020 with um, COVID and all the political stuff and the shootings and just, it's, it's been it's been a rough year. And I would say that some people would say that maybe winter is here right now. Like maybe this year has been your winter. And uh, my wife, Pale, and I got a chance to attend Tony Robbins' uh, virtual business mastery last week incredible event. In fact, if I met you on that event virtually, thank you for coming and checking out my podcast. Something really crazy happened in the middle of this event. Um, and we're all at home it, and it was, it was probably the coolest zoom virtual thing I've ever seen. Tony like spent millions of dollars. He created this studio that looks like a big, I don't know. It has like a big circle of screens all the way around him. And it's huge. It's as big as like half of a the basketball court. It might even be as big as a basketball court. I don't know. It was very large. And on this screen is all the windows of all the people that are attending. And they, there was 3,000 people at this event virtually. And they put you in groups of around 50 people in each group. So you can interact with your group on your Zoom. It's not like you were in a Zoom with 3,000 people at the same time. But you're all watching the same thing. And so, you know, Tony comes out. If you've ever been to a Tony event, you know how much energy he has and just he's dancing and crazy and so much wisdom and love that this man can share about life and business. And so I was day one, uh, we were talking about marketing, talking about your story. What business are you in? What business are you really in? And for whatever reason, Tony picked me as one of the people to talk about it. And I'm watching this and I could see my picture in the background of this giant circular wall of videos. And I'm like, oh my God, why am I up on that screen? And then all of a sudden, boom, I see Tony and myself on the screen together. And I'm literally, you know, called on to talk to Tony about business and marketing. And it was, I seriously, my heart sank. I was so nervous. Um, and right as I'm getting ready to talk, and obviously I'm talking about CoachNap because that's my current thing that I've been spending the last year on launching. I'm talking about the marketing and, and how I'm branding it and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, ding dong, <laughs> in the background, our door rings and my wife is upstairs. She had actually just paused watching the event to do something for her business with Fearless Female. And I'm like, oh, crap. And I'm like, Tony, you're not going to believe this. We ordered a pizza and it's at the door right now. And Tony's like, wait, what? <laughs> and he's like, you know what? Go get your pizza. 
And so I picked up my laptop and I took it with me. And those of you that were at that event, it was pretty funny. And I went to the front door. I answered the door. I even talked to the kid that was delivering the pizza. And I said, hey, you want to meet Tony Robbins? Do you know who Tony Robbins is? And he says, you know, I'm not a big sports guy. (laughs) I'm like, no, Tony's a business guy. Even though Tony does own, he's part owner of the new LA football club, which is kind of cool. But anyways, that was one crazy thing that happened at this event was I am probably the first person to ever have a pizza delivered to them while talking to Tony Robbins at the same time. My claim to fame, very weird moment. But at this event, my wife and I learned so many awesome things. And one of the things that Tony kept talking about was winter. Make winter your time. So if we're in winter right now and the darkness of COVID and shutdowns and businesses closing and then protests and and violence and all kinds of things that our society is is kind of coping with and, and growing from, you know, maybe this is your time. Maybe winter is your time. And I'm going to talk about the importance of winter and how I've dealt with winter in my time and how I'm dealing with this winter right now. Because like I said, I've been working hard on building CoachSnap. It has been a passion of mine. After selling Kajabi in 2018, I, you know, I took a little break. I wrote the book, You Inc., obviously the podcast (laughs) that you're listening to, and that cool book of real stories. I mean, there's 20 stories of real Kajabi customers. Some of them have already been on the show, like Dr. V and Tamsin. Like, those are real people. And, And that story tells the journey of Myself and Kenny, my business partner at that time, co-founding Kajabi, building it, coming up with the idea, and then hearing all of their stories, like all of their stories of how they did it. And I loved writing that book. I loved getting an opportunity to talk about the success these people had and how we built this thing and it changed their lives and it changed other people's lives. And I've said this before, like the coolest thing about that is to be at an event and someone will come up to me and say, I'm a millionaire because of Kajabi. And, and that is just huge that that building that app and going for it could actually change someone's legacy like that. That's, it's just so huge. I'm just so proud of that. It's like being proud of a kid or something. Well, I want to talk about winter because after selling Kajabi, it was not easy. Like you might be like, oh man, you got paid. It's, you know, it's no bit, what, what's the big deal? But After writing the book, after speaking for months and like sharing the book, I realized that while I was at Kajabi, I was part of a movement, a movement that I've been following since I was a kid about how to make money, how to change your circumstances, how to think of something. Like my wife and I talked about manifestation and the power of your mind. And we talked about when I was a kid and I stuttered and for whatever reason, I knew I wasn't going to stutter one day. Like, and, and I just had that mindset and I didn't know that till I was an adult and I started looking back and going, and I definitely, you know, I attribute a lot of this to God because I had a lot of faith that God would take me out of that situation. And for me, maybe that was my first winter. That was my first time where it seemed hopeless. A lot of people have been talking about right now how it's hopeless and being hopeless sucks. Because hopelessness means you don't see a way out. You don't see it changing. You think it's always going to be that way. Right now, how it is, it's always going to be that way. 
That's how stuttering was. I always thought it would be there, but then there was a part of me that was this dreamer that could imagine a world where I didn't stutter. And in my mind, I didn't stutter. So in my mind, I could go to that place and I could be that kid in elementary school that could say jokes without stuttering. And I hated that because I always had funny things to say. If you ever spend time around me, I say the dumbest funny. My wife loves it. She calls them dad jokes and they're funny. But as a kid, I would try to say something funny and I always became the joke every time. And I'm not saying this to you feel bad for me. I'm just saying that time it was hopeless. There was no reason for it to change because typically what happens is if you stutter as a kid, it's very common, you know, just part of your growing up, your development. But usually at a certain age, it starts to go away. And then you just learn how to talk more and you learn how. And I went to speech therapy. I did everything you can think of to try to get rid of that. But by the time I'm 11, 12, 13, hey, man, that's it. I'm, I'm going to be an adult stutterer. And it's, it would scare me. But I had this hope. Even though I was hopeless, I still dreamed about this time when I wouldn't stutter. And I look back on it now, and I know that it was that vision. It was that trust in God. And it was just that constantly hoping and almost, almost meditating on the future like closing my eyes and dreaming about the future. I mean, right now, let's say that this is truly your winter right now. Your business closed, and man, some really good businesses are having to close down, which really sucks right now. Your job is gone right now. Close your eyes and imagine a world where these circumstances are in the past. These circumstances are things that are now solved. And you're almost grateful that you're not doing that thing anymore. That's the crazy thing about winter. And we're going to talk about this, how important winter is in the seasons of life. Like you have to have winter for a lot of reasons. And I'm going to come back to that. But this time period that we're going through right now, this weird 2020 is so important for the next decade because it's a shift. It's a change. It's disruptive. It's extremely disruptive. I mean, there's things happening I never saw. The fact that my kids are not going back to school right now is crazy. Here in California, they're doing distance learning for, I think, a couple more weeks. Then they're going to do a hybrid and all that. I don't know exactly how, how the state has it planned, but these are things that you never thought would happen. Like they had like a four-month summer, it felt like, because in March they were done with school, even though they did it every day remotely. It's crazy, unprecedented times. So I challenge you to start thinking, what's the opposite of right now? What's the best? What would be like, I close my eyes and I think, bam, this would be, if we're talking about winter seasons, what would I want to harvest in the spring, in the summer? What would I want to be better? I want you to focus on that. All right, I'm going to go back to, I wrote Udink, I sold Kajabi, but then I started realizing I'm not part of this movement anymore. And that was hard. Like as a man that I've had dreams and I've had goals and I've been working on something and now it's behind me. I've told some of my friends, I feel like I was on this big ship in the darkness of the ocean. Some beautiful, beautiful ship with friends and family and customers. And somehow I fall off the back of the ship into the darkness of the ocean. That's how it felt after leaving Kajabi. I felt like there it goes. It just keeps going. So many people I cared about, customers, team members at Kajabi. And here I am in this dark water 
And like, what do I do now? Like I said, I got to sell it. I, I got some money, which I'm grateful that at least I got to exit and have some money. But it was starting to become a winter for me because I'm like, where do I find my purpose? What's my mission now? And man, I went through some dark times of just like, what do I do? What should I build next? I tried to build probably, I think, three different apps that failed, barely made it in any kind of development, couldn't even get it out of the first phases. And then this thing kept peeking up in my head over and over again, like building a course on Kajabi, that's cool, but it's hard. It's hard to build a course, but anybody can take what they know, their knowledge and help one other person. Right now you could do that. You could help one person and show them how to get a job by fixing their resume. My wife is an expert in this. She could help one person fix their credit. She could do that. She could do that one-on-one. And I'm like, that's cool. Make a course. That, that's always, that was my mantra for eight years because I was deep inside the Kajabi story. And life after Kajabi, I realized you don't always have to make a course first. You need to be able to have an easy way to help one person, to help them with their job, with their relationship, with their fitness, you know, with their spirituality or their relationships or business. Like we just did Tony Robbins. That's, he's an expert in helping you market, grow, and strategize your business and work on yourself. So that's where the coach nap idea was born. I'm like, I need to make a tool that helps a person take their knowledge and help someone else. And now there's a lot of tools out there. There's a lot of coaching tools. You can go right now. You can Google that right now. There's a ton of them. There's some that focus on fitness only. There's some that are very technical and analytical and focusing on the wrong things. And I'm looking at the kind of universe of that software that exists today. And I'm like, wow, this is the same void that we saw when we were building Kajabi. Things are missing here. There's, there's some things that, you know how it is. If you're a coach and you're listening to this, you know you use like three or four different apps. You use Calendly. You might use Stripe and PayPal and ClickFunnels. Maybe use Kajabi. You're using all these things to run your business. And that's how it used to be before we built Kajabi. You had to have WordPress. You had to have Wishlist and a plugin and a merchant account and hosting and cPanel and PHP and FTP. And a place to host your videos. Like, it was a crazy time. It was like technology got in the way. And I'm realizing the same thing is there with coaching. And it's crazy how by me being in this winter time, I saw that opportunity. All right, that's what I want for you. I want you to see winter for what it really is. Now, everything in life, life and business all has seasons, And there's one thing you cannot do. You cannot change a season. The season is here. At the time of recording this, you know, it's August. It's summertime. I can't all of a sudden want it to be spring. There's nothing I can do, but I could change myself. Right now, you can change yourself. Maybe you can't get a job. Maybe you can't start that business yet, but you could be working on something. Because I'll tell you what, whoever works on something during this time, When we come back out of this, and I know there's a lot of crazy things that are happening with elections and everything, there's going to come a time when we're going to look back on this and you're going to either be like, dang, I'm glad I did that hard work and I did this thing. Or you're going to be like, what do I do now? Unfortunately, probably 99% of people are going to be, what do I do now? Because everybody's waiting. 
Everybody's waiting for something else to happen, waiting for the election to end, waiting for the vaccine, waiting for the restaurant to open back up. But it's winter. We are, we are truly in a winter, and I want to talk about the good things about winter. Now, at first, when you think winter, you think death. Like when in Game of Thrones, winter is coming, it meant this great death was coming. It meant this dark force was coming to kill every single living thing in the Game of Thrones universe. And that is kind of how winter is. You know how when winter comes and the leaves start to fall and the trees are barren and everything looks kind of gray and dark. I grew up in the Central Valley, right in the middle of California, a small town called Kingsburg. And it's a big farming town. So every single year, I lived through these seasons. My parents had a farm, 20-acre farm, uh, and it was a a vineyard, so we had grapevines. And every year, those grapevines die. Every single year, they look like they're completely dead. All the leaves are gone, and all you have is these brown, skinny branches pointing in all directions. It looks like they're dead. And the crazy thing is, they're not dead. It's just time to rest. Like... How many of you realized after the COVID shutdown, especially in California, that your life was really busy? Like, I remember sitting with my wife one time in our backyard, and I'm like, we haven't done this forever because we were always running to something, going to this, going to that, going to hockey, going to business, going to an event. Like, and then all of a sudden COVID happens, and we stop, and we slow down. That's the first positive thing you need to think about right now. You are forced to slow down. And stop and think. And here's what happens in winter. That, that grapevine, it gets to rest. It literally, it cannot do anything. It just keeps its roots in the ground. Every single branch turns to, like I said, a color that looks like it's dead. And it just rests. And the crazy thing is during this time with a tree or a vine, when it turns to that, that brownish color, it gets strong. You know what I mean? Like, you know how there's a branch or a vine, it's green and it's flimsy, but you can easily rip it. But then once, once a branch goes through winter, it becomes strong and you can't break it. That's what's happening to you right now. That's what happened to me. My winters made me strong. And when your winters make you strong and you allow it to make you strong, I mean, there's two things. You can let it break you. You can. This world loves victims. We celebrate victims all the time. But what if you could not be the victim, and allow it to make you strong. Because guess what happens to a fruit tree or a grapevine that gets stronger during winter? It can hold more fruit. It can have more blessings in its life. And that means you bless yourself, your family, others. So allow yourself to get strong. Allow yourself to just be patient. Winter is a time for patience. It's a time for learning. It's a time to just slow everything down. That's the main reason why the plant looks like it's dead, because it doesn't have to have all the nutrients flowing through it. Now, let's talk about something else that happens during winter, especially on a vineyard. It's a time of pruning. And I had to do this job when I was a kid. And man, I hated this job because it was always so cold. And when you're out there and you're working with vines and stuff, you know, they'll, they'll flop and hit you right in the hand. Your hands are cold, and it's just, it was the worst job. But basically what you have to do is you come up to each vine. It might have 10 vines sticking out of it. And I don't remember the exact number. I think you kept maybe six total, and you cut everything else off. 
you you would cut so that there's three going one way and three going the other way because pretty soon they're going to be tied to the wire so they can grow. But here's the thing is you're cutting off all these branches that are good. I mean, some of the branches are idiots and like there's branches that would try to grow back into the ground and obviously you cut those out. But then there's a whole bunch of branches that are healthy. And I think that's the other hard part about winter is when something gets pruned out of your life. Something that was good. Something that you thought was going to be there for a while and produce a lot of fruit. It talks about this in the Bible. It's John 15, and I'm going to completely paraphrase this because I don't have it in front of me. But God talks about remaining in the vine. Like, I am the vine. If you remain in me, ask anything and it'll be given to you. And I believe that when God's talking about that, he's talking about love, remain in love, remain in me, remain connected. But during that same passage, he talks about how the farmer comes along and has to cut those branches, the good branches, and he burns them up. That means they're gone forever. So there's nothing wrong with grieving. There's nothing wrong with taking time about that job. Or, man, even worse, the people that we've lost during this time. I mean, not only just COVID, but people have gotten cancer and died. And just life happens. And it's been, it's been a rough year. And we've been separated from our family so much that there's been times when family or friends have passed and you can't even go see the family or friends before that. And that really sucks. So let's not all talk about darkness here because, <laughs> because luckily winter always ends. There's always night after day. And I know this might be very analogy driven, but I'm a very visual guy. This is how I think about things. When I was a kid and I worked on these farms, I, I dreamed all day. And this is, this is me going back to that place. But I want you to think about this. If it's coming to an end, what do you want on the other side of that? How can you thrive during winter? What if winter could become your time? What if winter became your best season? What if it became the time that you saw opportunity? I mean, yeah, everything's closing down. Everything's shut down. Schools having trouble. Think of all the new business opportunities there are. I mean, I'm hearing all these great stories about how Sure, it's difficult. Your kids have to be home and you need to work. But then there's other parents like, well, I, I used to be a teacher. I could set up, you know, a small little group in my home and help them go through their distance learning. I mean, there's always an opportunity when there's struggle. This is an old story, but it still is interesting about the Pasadena Antique Show here in Southern California. It's been around forever. Well, that show came to existence because a businessman one time was like, hey, they're only here at the Rose Bowl a couple times a year, a couple football games, the Rose Bowl's there, there might be some concerts, you know, but the rest of the time, this thing is empty. What if I set up an agreement for every single weekend that there's not an event to do a giant antique show out here in the parking lot? He signs that contract, gets it all set up with like this long-term agreement, and then he sells it to another like auction company. And to this day, he's still receiving checks just from setting up that relationship. What kind of things could you do different right now? What if you had, let's say that by, by tomorrow, you had to come up with one idea, one thing you could do with everything, your connections, what you see in your neighborhood, in your business, and you, you could repackage it into something or create a relationship or just a new idea. What if you gave yourself 24 hours? What would you come up with? 
and reach out to me on social media because I'm curious. I want to hear these ideas. All right, so finally winter. Winter is finally coming to an end. It's finally, <laughs> it's finally done, you know? You know how that is. It's like, I live in California, so winter's pretty easy here. It's like, it's not 80 anymore. It's 60 degrees. <laughs> but in, in Kingsburg, it was cold, and it, it froze in, in the morning, and, you know, there was frost on the ground. We didn't have very much snow, <laughs> so it's not like I've dealt with the, that kind of winter too often. But you know how it is when it's finally starting to melt, and it's finally getting better, and spring's starting to come. The weather starts to change, and your mood starts to change. That's the time to really spring into action. And, and it's how you do it. There's been so many talks like Jim Rohn, famous business motivational speaker and teacher and author. He talks about that, planting the seeds, planting the seeds of ideas. What ideas do you have right now? Did you know there's even some crops you can plant in the winter? You can get that soil ready. You can have it all ready to go so that when it's time to go, you weren't sitting idle. So I challenge you right now to seize the moment. This is opportunity. Yeah, it sucks. We don't know what's going to happen with politics. We don't know what's going to happen with our society. But there's opportunity for you to do something, to make a change, to build a business, to, to save a business, maybe to merge a business. Maybe it's time to buy a business. Have you thought about this? Let's say there's a business that's going out of business. They're struggling but maybe they still have a brand and a website and they have some customers. Maybe you can go work with them. You could buy that business or work out an agreement with them and say, hey, let's, let's turn this brand into this thing now. I know you're not able to do food anymore or you know, whatever it was, health or fitness or whatever got closed down, but what if we take that brand and all those customers you have connection to and we combined it with this thing over here that I got and now we have a whole new business opportunity. And that way when spring comes... Like there's going to be a day when things are open and, and we're not having to wear masks as often. And this will actually be in the rearview mirror at some point. Will you have been ready? Will you have done the preparation? Because there's going to be a small window of time and then it'll all be back to normal. It'll all be, I, I take that back. I don't know if it'll ever be back to normal, but it'll be the new normal, um, whatever that is. So I challenge you to be ready for spring. Because what's happening after spring is summer, and summer is great. Summer is when really good things happen. Sometimes crops are starting to get, get harvested during, during this time. You know what's interesting is growing up in a farming community, my parents were teachers, so always had summer off. But then we also had a vineyard, so there was always work to do in the summer. But I look at my friends that grew up in farming families, and that's all they did was farm, is they never went on a vacation in the summer. It was always jump at the opportunity. Give your best when it starts to happen. Like, don't allow this time to make you become lazy. Like, I've actually been building. I know that we've had to work from home a lot, which I'm grateful that I can do that because a lot of my work is through the internet. Don't let this time make you lazy. Make sure that when summer comes and spring comes, you're ready. You're ready to harvest. You're ready to move. You're ready to, to get those things that you've been working on. Now, I also say that you need to be careful because as you get into spring and you get into summer, those things that you planted, there are those that are going to try to knock you down. Like I think about, 
how crazy it is. All the things farmers do to scare birds away because birds are always trying to get in there and get that crop, whatever it is. Like they literally will put a reflective, reflective like things on the branches. So it like blows in the wind and it scares the birds away because they're constantly trying to steal what the farmers work so hard on growing. And there will be things that will try to steal your hard work. The biggest one is your own mind. Your own mind will tell you, no, nobody's going to want that. Nobody's going to do that. No, that's not going to work. It's always going to be like this. What if I fail? What if I lose all my money? What if the economy goes to shit? What if there's, you know, there's all these what ifs. You need to start doing like what I talked about. Manifest this. Like think about it perfectly in your mind. Before you go to bed every night, use that time to dream about this stuff working out. Like imagine as if, I mean, go back and listen to the episode. My wife is becoming kind of an expert on this stuff. Go listen to her as she's walking through all the steps to make something happen. To make something become real. Like every single idea, everything we look around at, the thing you're listening to right now, the iPhone or the computer, whatever it is, it was an idea of someone first. So protect those ideas, execute on those ideas, and don't let someone else steal that idea from you. And I'm not talking about like stealing, stealing. I'm talking discouraging you or like convincing you, no, that's not going to work. You need to take whatever opportunity there is right now, get ready to plant it, get ready to harvest it, and be patient. Like be patient. There is a harvest coming. There are good things coming in a lot of industries, even industries that are, are tanking right now, there's good things coming. Even like in society that's struggling right now, there's good things on the other side of all of that. So as we come to an end of this, I just really want you to be positive and know that whatever that thing is, you can build it. You could do it. You could change it. Make winter your time. Make the fact that winter came it was actually a good thing. Like you turned it into something positive. Because if I go back to when I'm thinking about, you know, falling off that ship, <laughs> which was Kajabi, that time was so dark for me. I, I can't even tell you. It was so dark. It was so depressing. I really felt like I failed because I still wanted to be on that movement. And then I look at where I am now as I'm coming out of my winter, and I'm grateful for it. I am grateful that I went through it. I would not be the person I am right now. I would not be the man I am right now or the leader that I am right now. I would not be building this new tool that I know is going to change tens of thousands of people's lives because I wouldn't have thought. You can't have a harvest unless you have a winter. You just can't. So remember what I said about winter. This is the time to become strong. Let those branches become strong. Let them become strong so they can hold a lot of fruit. And every time a fruit tree, grapevine, goes through a winter, that next summer, that next spring, it can hold more fruit. Every single year it gets stronger. So let this winter be the time that makes you strong enough to take your life to that next level, to create that business. Like I literally am so excited for it because I'm just imagining you listening to this and being, man, I'm going to do this. I got this thing. I got this idea. Like I said, reach out to me through social media. Let me know what you think. Let me know your idea. I can't wait to hear it. And again, 
Go check out our sponsor, CoachSnap.com. Coming out really soon. Should be at towards the end of 2020 coming up. There should be a small window of opportunity for you to sign up and check it out. So make sure you go to the site. And thank you for listening today. I really appreciate you coming here, spending time, brainstorming with me. And remember, every single week when you come back, we're going to help you find the business inside of you.